you for listening to the Sanction Love Podcast. Our vision is to bring the ratifying love, the binding force of love, to individuals with the purpose of increasing intimacy, freedom, and identity in Christ. Welcome to Sanction Love's podcast. I'm here with Marcy Johnson. My name is Melissa Norris. And we're going to be doing a two-part series. We've titled this series, Do You Want to Be a Hebrews Hero? It's going to concentrate in the uh, chapter 11 of Hebrews. And then session two, we're going to go more into the 12th chapter of Hebrews. So this, as I said, is from the Passion Translation. Marcy, could you go ahead and read verses 1 through 7? You bet. Now faith brings our hopes into reality and becomes the foundation needed to acquire the things we long for. It is all the evidence required to prove what is still unseen. This testimony of faith is what previous generations were commended for. Faith empowers us to see the universe and how it was created and beautifully coordinated by the power of God's words. He spoke and the invisible realm gave birth to all that is seen. Faith moved Abel to choose a more acceptable sacrifice to offer God than his brother Cain. And God declared him righteous because of his offering of faith. By his faith, Abel still speaks instruction to us today, even though he is long dead. Faith lifted Enoch from his life, and he was taken up into heaven. He never had to experience death. He just disappeared from this world because God promoted him. For before he was translated to the heavenly realm, his life had become a pleasure to God. And without faith living within us, it would be impossible to please God. For we come to God in faith, knowing that he is real and that he rewards the faith of those who give all their passion and strength into seeking him. Faith opened Noah's heart to receive revelation and warnings from God about what was coming, even things that had never been. But he stepped out in reverent obedience to God and built an ark that would save him and his family. By his faith, the world was condemned, but Noah received God's gift of righteousness that comes by believing. Marcy, um, in reading of Hebrews 11, even just starting out with verses 1 through 7 and on, Um, what I did was I went through and I circled some really incredible power words in Hebrews 11. Um, You read some of them already, but I'm going to go ahead and start a list of the multiple power words that were listed in the entire chapter of Hebrews 11. Okay, I'm going to take a few of these and then you get to take a few. One word is living faith. Hope, foundation, acquire, evidence, testimony, commended, empowered, promoted, rewards, co-heirs, unshakable foundation, blessings, promise, 
conquered, established. Mm-hmm. That's quite a list. Um, so as you read through those, was there one that particularly stands out to you? You know, the last um, passage that you let, read about Noah, this portion in verse 7 really, really stands out to me because I so um, love the word revelation. Um, I'm going to just highlight it again. Faith opened Noah's heart to receive revelation. <laughs> and here we are in a day when we we have so many voices, we have so much going on, and we're really called to be careful about the voices that we hear. Um, but this, his heart was opened here by faith. Faith opened Noah's heart to receive a revelation from the warnings that were given that God got the warnings from God about what was coming, even things that had never been seen. But he stepped out in reverent obedience to God and built an ark that would save him and his family. And so, yes, you know, the word, the word, um, revelation and reverence. And I love how they went together to describe Noah. He had been given a revelation of something that had never existed. And he had a reverence to it, Mm -hmm. to take it, receive it, write it, work it, build it for a hundred years in the midst of a generation that was quick so crooked and perverse. And I often think about how Noah must have had to go out to gather the materials in a time when people were, you know, brutally assaulted and, and their lives were constantly threatened. And Noah had a great protection around him to fulfill this. And I just love, um, then in obedience, he went out with a revelation and it was an obedient place and God made a way. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I, I really love those, those two words there. I love the word revelation and open heart revelation. Oh, you know, just listening to you explain that, Melissa, I've known you long enough to know there's been times you've experienced this where, um, you faith opened your heart yes. to receive revelation. Yes. And so could you, could you share that? Because I think people need to hear the personal piece of that. Yes. Well, <clears throat> I've just had seasons where my circumstances haven't always made sense. And I felt that I was needing to follow through. One of the recent ones, God said to me, you need to guard your the word in your heart. Because, and if we think of Noah, he really had to guard the word in his heart. God gave him very, very specific instructions to build something never known to man um, in yeah. the desert with yeah. no rain in, no sense. in a wicked generation. Mm-hmm. And he had to hide that hurt, that, that, that word in his heart. He had a reverence to it. And so I've had to reverence despite my emotions sometimes or my perspectives. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure that Noah probably with facing a lot of perspective, perspective of the what and the why, but he didn't. He went to the obedience. Mm-hmm. So 
You already are a Hebrews hero. Oh, good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So there are other words, Marcy, yeah. I think that you yeah. have um, written out. Yes. Um, some standout words I'd like to share is uh, power words. Warriors. Resurrection. Endurance. Champion. Heroes. Fulfillment. Miracle. And acceptable. Those are all really good, too. Yes, super well. Mm-hmm. Well received in a day for today. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes, indeed. Um, I just, in looking at at these, I, I would, ah, gosh, I love the endurance piece. Um, mm-hmm. That stands out to me. And um, I just feel like us, the body of Christ right now, is in a place of... Um, it's, it's like, I think a lot of us are sensing that we are uh, approaching the end of things. And so it gets, sometimes endurance wanes. And mm-hmm. there again, we've had some beautiful examples um, of men of great endurance. Mm-hmm. And actually, we'll talk about a little bit more later. Right. And um, I love the word uh, miracle. And I love the piece of scripture in in here about Sarah and the miracle power that was all around her story. And I know you've studied that, Melissa. So would you share about that? Yes. Um, I'm glad you brought that up because to me, uh, in reading this, Sarah's faith embraced God's miracle power to conceive even though she was barren and past the age of childbearing. For the authority of her faith rested in the one who made the promise, and she tapped into his faithfulness. I was wondering about this as I was looking at the many heroes that are listed here in the chapter 11. And yes, I think that Sarah was a great hero, but... In looking back, I can remember her having a difficult time mm-hmm. when Abraham approached her and said, that, hey, guess what? God said this is going to happen. Yeah, she was actually kind of naughty. I mean, she she, was. she, she laughed. She laughed at him. <laughs> and so, and God still God, honored her. Yes. And and then she has this beautiful baby and this miracle mm-hmm. occurs. Mm-hmm. And, and even again in her journey, she bumps into jealousy. Yes. And, and so when I looked back at the Hebrews heroes here, so many different individuals and to think that Sarah got this full description when someone like David is just thrown in as a name and here Sarah is given this whole description. And so the piece that was really a word of encouragement to me was that God saw her finished story and he honored her in it. Mm-hmm. Um, she was bumping into herself. We know if we go back and read the story in the Old Testament, but here in Hebrews, she's known for her obedience. Mm-hmm. And I think it's a real encouragement to the reader or the listener that Sarah's journey um may have had some bumps along the way but in the end god found her to be incredibly faithful 
that she would tap into the promise. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He saw the finished work. Yeah. I, so many of, if, if you have not read through Hebrews, um, it is a wonderful um, account of so many of uh, the wonderful characters of the Bible. And some of them are surprising. And we, of course, aren't going to have time to go into each one of them. But there are, there are some key words that do keep coming up that mm-hmm. are characteristics mm-hmm. of a Hebrews hero. And, and we have mentioned those. And you yourself can even go through that section um, of Hebrews. It would be, it's a fun thing to do, a fun study. And I think it uh, gets it locked into us. But to go through, if you're one that can make notes in your Bible or you make a list, but go through and look for the power words that speak to you uh, through these scriptures, because you may even get some different ones than, than mm-hmm. we have right. that stand out to you that will encourage you in um, this walk that we're doing together. Yes. Mm-hmm. I think it's really a revel of a relevant I think it's really relevant for the day and hour, um, many of these words, because the church is in a real position right now. We're facing this election. We're all on Mm. pins and needles to see what's going on in the world. And and at a time like really hasn't been around for a very long time, we are in a a place where we're going to have to really practice our faith. There's a great divide in the world today. Yes. And... um, the gray's disappearing. For the sure. gray's disappearing, mm-hmm. and and we're not able to mm-hmm. to function with just a little bit of faith anymore. Mm-hmm. Now we're really putting in ourselves in some positions yes. of hanging on to co-air or unshakable foundation or conquered or established, um, and that can you can can we talk about that for a minute about how. So many of these words are relevant for the church today. Yeah, I think that's a really good idea. Um, we could even just, let's just pick a word and then let's bring it into the now. Okay. Um, um, how about uh, the word warriors? Let's look at warriors. Mm-hmm. What does that look like in the now to you? And then I can share what that would look like to me, what that means. Sure. Um, a warrior is someone who keeps a focus on the end game. They're really able to lay aside a lot of their own opinion in order to follow through with the the task at hand. Mm-hmm. And often for a warrior, it costs them something. That's so good. And it <laughs> takes a bravery. Mm-hmm. Um to make the fight more important than your own journey. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's a place for today. We're really having to choose the journey of the kingdom mm-hmm. apart from our regular, some of our regular comforts. Mm-hmm. And something I know we were talking about earlier as we were preparing for this was the great tension that both of us have experienced. And just like David did, he was a worshiper and his heart was so in love with with his father, his heavenly father, and yet he was 
called and to be a warrior. Yes. And in this day, those of us who love and know the heart of the Father, it's it's a fine line to know where to stand and when to move because it is a tension, and probably a lot of you listening are experiencing that same tension yes. of, of walking out that spot of warrior and yet holding and and um, and, exu- and exuding the love of our great father at the same time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's very it's very um, it's very yes. tricky. It's very I loved tricky. how David how he really did do both. He, did. he yearned for the temple. He mm-hmm. yearned to worship. And yet he was able to go in and do, you know, very strong works mm-hmm. of war. Yes. Um, and he, he, he writes about it a lot in the Psalms, about his grieving heart. Mm-hmm. This is a man who may have chosen it different, but in yes. his natural, but he was called. Mm-hmm. He was called from a field as a boy. Yes. And he was called to be king. Yes. And he was called to be warrior. Yes. And he yes. followed through obediently as mm-hmm. best he could. Mm-hmm. Yes. I think another one that, that stands out to me too just is testimony. And uh, it's it's an ongoing, it's a never-ending movement from the very spoken place of creation until we all gather. And... Um, the testimony uh, changes, but it always has the same chord mm-hmm. through it. And um, the testimony that we're reading about with these people, their testimony has given us strength. And we're going to be mm-hmm. talking a little bit about that more in the next part, that right. run, the run of the race. And why do we do it? And, and why they're such an important part. Um but I think of the testimony for we, and we have grandchildren, we're hitting in that time of that the generations to come and the importance of the testimony. Mm-hmm. And I feel like the place that we're in in the earth right now is going to be a, on the timeline of, uh, of the story of God. Yes. Uh, this will be a time that will have a, highlighted place of testimony yes because i believe that we are about to feel some squeeze gates and when the squeeze gates happen the testimonies become amazing just like the hebrews heroes yes that's actually verse two this testimony of faith is what previous generations Mm -hmm. the heroes were commended for. They were commended for it. I mean, that's why they're being written about today. That's awesome. I know I would love to have that kind of an honor, to be that kind of a hero, mm-hmm. that the generations of my grandchildren mm-hmm. or their children could be able to look and there would be a testimony mm-hmm. worth speaking mm-hmm. about my faith. Yes. Yes. Whether it's from my mouth to their ears or whether it's from the great cloud of witnesses yes and because we might just end up being a part of that you know too as we don't know that hour we'll talk about that again some more in our next section so yes is this a good place to maybe maybe we could wrap it up yeah yeah okay ready for that next part um we're going to go into chapter 12 of the hebrews and the new 
um, excuse me, in the Passion Translation. Um, and we will continue talking about the Hebrews heroes, but bringing a few of them back into the teaching mm-hmm. in part two. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And the running of the race. So we don't want to miss that because mm-hmm. that's really another reason why. It's not just our testimony, but it's also the future and the why. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it'd be really good for the listener to remember that uh, heroes are heroes by God's standards. We're not always considered heroes by the standards of the world, but by God's standards, we are heroes. Because there were many um, at the end of Hebrews 11 that are called the greatest heroes that had no name. But they were heroes nonetheless. Yes. Yes. I think that's a great spot to to think on. Yes. So we just want to thank you for participating in this first part of our series Do you want to be a Hebrews hero? And stay tuned as we come back as the Sanction Love Podcast. We hope you enjoyed today's podcast. For more information about Sanction Love, or if you'd like to give, visit our website at www.sanctionlove.com and follow us on our Facebook and Instagram pages. We love you and God bless.